This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Your Friend Rado. If you're looking for the freshest beats in the music industry, go to yourfriendrado.com, your one-stop shop for custom beats, sound kits, and audio exclusives, all found at yourfriendrado.com. Follow him on Instagram at yourfriendrado, R-A-D-O. That's Your Friend Rado. What's up, locals? It's Mike and Kenzie coming to you live from the beautiful Truckee, California. In this episode, we stay local to South Lake Tahoe and discuss Kenzie crushing it in a half marathon. Lace up your running shoes and put on your headphones. It's podcast time. When is the last time that you saw two girls win cup? I have never seen that video. Are you serious? Yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> Why are you bringing that up? Wanted to get the energy up, get you <laughs> excited. So if you've never seen Two Girls, One Cup, do you know what it's about? Yes! It's a it's a beautiful love story about no. two lesbians. It's Pride Month. we got to celebrate these things. It's two lesbian women. They have a beautiful relationship, and they go to get chocolate ice cream together. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's basically the gist of the story. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend. It got taken off of Netflix. So go check that one out. Oh my gosh. But I'm not promoting that at all. I am. Sponsor <laughs> me. But besides that, it is Father's Day. I want to wish a happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. You know, the the real dads, the stepdads, the dads who stepped up. You know, the dads that aren't in the picture, the trans dads, all of them. Okay. <laughs> this is a very inclusive Father's Day. And just wanted to bring this up. I find it a little like a dig. This is maybe it's a little controversial. Okay. Why did they make Pride Month during Father's Day and Juneteenth? I feel like Father's Day and Juneteenth, they're back to back. Yeah. And we have the entire month for Pride. Is that how it's always going to be from this day forward? I guess. I mean, I don't make the holidays. I I know, but Juneteenth really was only official official last year. It got recognized as a federal holiday last year. Yeah. Yeah. And then this year is when it became official for my company, at least. So, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know why. It is interesting to me. I feel like that's on purpose. Well, well it's <laughs> why, why, why do you feel that way? <laughs> Look, this is also Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. Is it? Yes. <laughs> and I've heard jack shit about that. I only hear about pride and tucking at Target and Bud Light and trans people. And it's Pride Month. I'm happy that people are proud. There's a lot going on in June. Too much. So I just want to bring that up. It was on my mind. It was on my dad's mind a little bit, too. I think really? You, no. But I like to <laughs> <laughs> It's a good way to deflect any negativity. And just My dad said it. It wasn't me. Happy Father's Day. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped Skittles and Gatorade. Is there a reason? <laughs> sounded, it really is Pride Month, isn't it? There's something going on. Taste the rainbow. Manscaped. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to make a fake ad. You ran a half marathon yesterday. Yeah. Today, you've had about 24 hours to digest that you did that yesterday. Yeah. What do your legs feel like? What do your feet feel like? What hurts and what feels great? Yeah, my body actually doesn't hurt as bad anymore. And I think it's because I just rested for the for the entirety of the day after I did that. Um, but honestly, what's killing me today is my mind. Like, I feel like I'm just at a blank slate right now in terms of words, in terms of thinking. 
I think like I was just so extremely present during my run and I had so I had to literally think the entire time and tell myself like you can do it one more mile like it it was a lot of mental toughness that I went through yesterday and so today I just feel a little mentally exhausted kind of reminds me like if you were to have a waterlogged brain full of you know focus and excitement and energy yeah just juice and everything so that you can get through that 13 miles yeah and at the end of it you're like I gotta recover I gotta relax give me like 24 hours be back online yeah because that's a lot it's a lot on the brain it's a lot on the body I mean, I'm I'm 24 hours and I'm still feeling just like mentally like I need to recover more. I mean, physically, I thought I would be way worse out of shape. Like yesterday, I could barely walk. Today, I can walk, which is which is great. Stairs. When yeah. we're going up and down the stairs, you're walking like you're elderly. Yeah. Oh, oh God, everything, my knees. Oh, and then you were fine. <laughs> like the moment yeah. that we got on flat ground, you were like, oh yeah, boop boop boop. Yeah. No, I I definitely feel physically better today um but yeah I I'm really I'm really proud of myself for for doing it because originally this was not a goal of mine Mm -hmm. and I was asked by a friend if I wanted to sign up and do it and I honestly was like oh a group of friends are going to be doing it a group of us will be running together oh yeah this should be fun this should be fun is what I originally thought like why not yeah and then as time, casual yeah, half marathon. just a casual, yeah, I didn't even realize, like half marathon, I didn't realize that that was 13.1 miles mm-hmm. when I originally signed up. Like, I did not know what I was signing up for. So after about a week signing up, I was like, oh, shit, I really have to, like, I need to think about training for this. And normally a, a training schedule would be 12 weeks and you're running four times every week. And you're, you know, ascending your mileage, you know, during a couple of weeks and then you're descending it and, and doing all the things. Right. Well, I didn't do any of that. Yeah. I maybe ran eight or nine times, which is like one six of the training schedule. <laughs> you're like, I feel pretty gangster. I'm going to pace everybody out. <laughs> I don't know where that accent came I don't know from, where that came from. You felt pretty pretty cocky a little bit, I would say. No, it wasn't cocky. I think it was more uh avoidant. Yeah, I think it was more avoidant. Okay, cuz I feel like there's one of two camps that you were in. It was either I'm avoiding even thinking about training yeah. cuz I'm going to run so much. Right. Or no, I got this. Yeah, because I, I don't think it would be cockiness because I had a lot of nerves leading up to this. And if I was cocky about it, I think I wouldn't have done anything at all for it. I would have worn bands. Yeah, like I I think I've just avoided it because one, I don't like running. Yeah. And two, it's, I mean, it's a lot to train for. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. Four times running. I mean, I'm already working out at CrossFit four to t- five times a week. So to me, adding on like another exercise that I had to do or even taking away an exercise that I love to do something I don't love, yeah. that was that was hard for me. I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So um, again, going back to this wasn't really an original goal of mine. I just thought it would be fun. I realized very quickly that this was going to be very hard and not just physically hard because I think I've been through a lot of like physical hard workouts with CrossFit, but it was going to be a mental battle that I had not endured yet. Mm -hmm. And because 
my mental toughness really has only become what it is over the last two years of doing CrossFit and having to just be mentally tough in a three minute AMRAP workout or, um, you know, a 24 minute workout or, or whatever it is that we're doing. It's a shorter amount of time than what I ran. Yeah. Right. So. Cause you ran for two hours, nine I, minutes and 34 seconds. Right. Yeah. That's a long workout. It's a general. long, yeah. Like that's a long time. I think that's the longest I've ever worked out, like consistently. That sounds about right, because that's so fucking long. Yeah. That's so long. It's so long. I know. And it was it was just such a mental battle to get through. And I feel like that was the hardest part about it was just telling yourself, like, you can do it one more mile. And then there's the aid station <laughs> or a mile and a half in my case, because I thought it was at every mile and it was every mile and a half. And I could I was like, what mile am I at? And then randomly I would see a seven and then randomly I saw the 10. And I'm like, OK, like I just got to get I just got to get through this. I was literally use, using like Tahoe, like where I was like in, in orient yourself. Yeah. So in comparison to the lake mm -hmm. and like. In South Lake, like, just see, I was like, where am I? Okay, I'm like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. And I just kept remembering, like, the drives that we would do to South Lake and, like, the the visual landmarks that I would see. Like, that's how I was pacing myself mm -hmm. of, like, okay, it usually takes, like, 10 minutes from here to drive, so I probably have another 45 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was, I was looking at your location, and I was like, she's three miles out. She's got two and a half to go, yeah. one and a half to go, and I'm watching the clock, and the clock is just tick, 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 and I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, like, no, I, I really surprised myself, and I think that's like the most positive thing that came from this is I had a lot of self-doubt to the point where I didn't even know if I wanted to do this last week, mm -hmm. and I literally got a, a time that I wasn't even expecting or even shooting for. I was... I was shooting to just complete this under three hours, thinking that I would probably complete this in two hours and 45 minutes or, you know, or three hours. I literally finished in two hours, nine minutes and 34 seconds with barely any training. And I don't want to say that for people that You're not being cocky. I'm not being I'm really not being cocky. I surprised myself with like how strong I am. And I attribute that all to my CrossFit training that I've done for the last two years. And granted, I do go four to five times a week mm -hmm. or I try to. So I really do feel like that is the reason I was able to get through 13 miles. Well, I think in CrossFit in particular, you're working in these zones of extreme discomfort where you can't hang out. It's not a comfort zone where you can enjoy. Yeah. So mentally, you're familiar with that. You're accustomed to it spread out over the duration of a week. Right. And you condensed all of that into one day, mm -hmm. one race. Yeah. And so you spent a lot of time outside of your comfort zone doing that but you I feel like you sharpened yourself with mental toughness through CrossFit through pushing through really difficult workouts yeah um, when your body started questioning what the hell you were doing yesterday running what did you tell it because you at that point you're dissociating from your body you're telling it you're in charge right yeah well I definitely had a point where I had to have my mind connect to my body mm -hmm. in a way um, like not have it be a mental and physical separation, but I had to just be one. Interesting. And it was where I, I was cramping on like six and a half mile mark or seven mile mark. I don't, I, I think it was like around that. It was like the halfway. I was like a little bit more half, more than halfway. And I was like, oh, I'm doing good. And I like kept telling myself that. And then all of a sudden I just got this cramp 
And it was because I didn't have electrolytes, like enough electrolytes. I definitely was like splashing Gatorade in my face when people <laughs> were like giving them at the aid stations. I literally would like grab a cup and just ah, <laughs> like just full on splash to the face. But I didn't have enough. Like that was the thing. I didn't I didn't bring water. I didn't bring Gatorade. Like I didn't have a pack on me. I literally was waiting for the aid stations. So my body started to just feel that. And I was pushing on this cramp and I literally like I had to remember I just had to remember what I learned from the training that I had done. And it was one breathing through your nose, like breathing through your nose was like number one, like in through the nose, out through the nose, not out through the mouth. Like that was the biggest thing. You, you want to make sure that the oxygen is getting into your body and going to that cramp because that's what's going to dissipate it. I don't know the science behind it. So, you know take with what I say with a grain of salt. Yeah, this is my woo-woo science. But I do know that it works because I was pushing on the cramp, pushing on the cramp and breathing and it was feeling better, but it was still there. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I got to the next aid station, I literally had like two cups of Gatorade and then an orange slice and it literally went away within like 60 seconds. Was it like a side cramp where your kidneys are? It was like right here, like right under my ribs. ribs. Yeah. That's that's usually like you need sugar. Yeah. So and I know I had the Skittles in my fanny pack, but I like I didn't want to open it and distract myself. Yeah. Yeah, I just like I wanted to stay in the zone and just like keep looking forward. So I just waited to the aid station. And yeah, but that was that was definitely a moment where I was like, oh, my gosh, I am going to have to walk right now because I like I. But the thing is, I was afraid if I stopped and I just walked that I was not going to pick up and, you know, get back to running the same pace that I was. So I I slowed down my pace, Mm -hmm. but I maybe, like, walked when I was getting the Gatorade for at most, like, 15 seconds. Yeah. And then immediately threw it away and started running again because I just didn't want to get comfortable with walking. Well, I think, yeah, that's smart because it would probably crush your time at that point. If you slowed down, your body would be like, oh, we're relaxing now. Right. And then all of a sudden your legs get heavy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds awful. Um, you were telling me a little bit about all the blood going away from your arms. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was such a wild physical experience that I'd never had experienced before. Even when I was, you know, going on my on my runs, when you are running with your arms in the same pace, or like not in the same pace, but just in the same space, mm-hmm. your arms literally go numb to the point where like if you move them I felt this tingly vibration and it almost is like it hurts like I remember it hurting like I can feel the pain that I felt when I like moved my arm a certain way and so there was like these group of girls uh that were like ahead of me and I saw them doing like these arm circle motions windmills windmills and so I started doing it and I freaking hit the person behind me and I got her like in the nose too <laughs> like Is that I the old lady that fell no oh my god there's like a bloodied face old woman what? You sure it wasn't her no it definitely smack wasn't her. grandma on the face and be like good luck getting my time <laughs> No, it was a younger, it was a younger girl, but no, there was a, yeah, my gosh, no, (laughs) but no, that was a wild experience too. I definitely was like very in my body. Like I was very present, probably the most I've been in my body ever. Mm -hmm. And I had to connect my, my mental, like what I was telling myself mentally and like have it 
just dispersed throughout my body so that my body felt safe. My body like knew that it could do it because at the end of the day, I knew my body could get through this, but it was the, my, my, my mentality that just kept, kept me going. You and I, I love hearing the way you describe things because we operate so differently. When you enter that very incredibly uncomfortable space, you become more present yeah. within your body. Yeah. I dissociate. Mm. I go, brain and body are separate. Brain's in control. Bitch, shut the fuck up. You're going to keep running. And yeah. you're like, I can feel my legs. I'm a gazelle and I'm gliding. <laughs> like, Well, I definitely did not say I'm a gazelle and I'm gliding. Like, <laughs> you should have seen me. Like, I... I'm like so excited to see these pictures and how I look because I I felt disgusting. But <laughs> I no, it's more when I was in pain, I had to like locate the pain inside of me mm. to try and like get it out. And so when I was breathing, I was imagining like my breath literally going to that spot in my body and like breaking it up. Mm-hmm. But really I just needed electrolytes, but like it made me feel better to keep going. Like I didn't stop when I cramped. I kept freaking going you pinch it and, you and it was literally all of my just mental state that I was in, mm-hmm. which is, so that's the thing. That's, that's, that's what surprised me is like, I'm a lot tougher and stronger than I think I am. And I think that this challenge would not, like, if I didn't do this challenge, I don't think I would have this perspective about me. Well, there's, when it comes to challenges, you know, there's always going to be another mountain and it's not about what's on the other side. Yeah. It's the climb. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But overall, I, uh, I loved seeing the people on the side of the road, like cheering, cheering everybody on. Like there was literally one sign that says like, I know you're hurt, but keep going. And then they like, like highlighted the hurt part. And I I want to make that a t-shirt just for people. Yeah. I, but I, I, I was hurt. I was like, this sign is so true and I got to keep going. And like, People probably are looking at my face like, oh, she looks like she wants to cry. And I'm like, I do want to cry. Like, this hurts so bad, but I got to keep going. Yeah, and then finally, like, when I saw the Hard Rock Hotel, I was like, thank God. Because I didn't know. I'm like, is that a mile away? Is that two miles away? Like, I don't know. A- anyway, I yeah, it was, oh, my gosh. And then just being done and, like, running through the finish line was so sweet. And all I, I was just trying to look for you. I, I felt like when I crossed, I was just in such a daze. Yeah, you were you were lost. I was calling your name, and you're just, oh, where's water? Where's snacks? Where's my lover? Yeah. <laughs> where, where is everything? Where is everything, yeah. So let me ask you this, because this is a space that I don't operate in. I'm not a runner. Um, when you see the end, the feasible end, the Hard Rock Hotel, and it's in the distance, but it's visible, Yeah. what's your psychology at that point? Are you somebody that's oh, thank God it's there. Yeah. And do you kick it up another gear or do you? Oh, no, I went at the same pace. I like the only part that I kicked up was maybe like 10 seconds Okay. before I hit the finish line and I and I picked up the pace. But no, like I had to run at the same pace or else I would have collapsed. Because okay, <laughs> I, I was at the finish line watching certain people. And there were people that for sure were jogging for 12.97 miles. And then they saw the finish line and sprinted. And sprinted. And I'm like, come on now. <laughs> if, if you had that in the tank, maybe yeah. you could shave off a couple extra minutes. Not that 
last hundred yards. Right. You know. Well, you saw a lot of interesting people cross the finish line. <laughs> yes, I did. I saw a beautiful couple holding hands crossing the finish line. Oh, that's so sweet. Together. That was pretty sick. Oh. Um, the funniest thing to me, and I'm sure the dude's feeling it today and it's rough for him, but he had to have like pulled his hamstring or f- injured his foot, but he's like hobbling through and hopscotching his way across. Oh, the poor guy. And it was just hilarious though. Cause he's yeah. like, he's in so much pain visually. He's like, I gotta do it. I gotta yeah. do it. And he's just hopping like a little bunny. I know. And like, it's probably so emotional for him, but just to see that from a third perspective is like, Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> the other thing that was hilarious is people who clearly paced themselves and gave it everything they had yeah and they're working to cross the finish line they're so excited to cross it and the people who have enough gas in the tank to sprint blowing by them oh my god like imagine the finish line's right there you're like i'm doing it i do and somebody just zooms by you <laughs> and you're like fuck yeah like, that's what i saw in people's faces was just fuck well didn't you see one of the pacers and she like, was behind by like two minutes yeah yeah so i think she was at the two hour mark maybe more than that but she was off by two minutes and there was a lady that was pacing with her thinking okay i'm gonna hit my two hour mark if i cross the finish line with this lady yeah and this chick runs up she's got her two hour sign and it says 202 no so upset the girl who was running with her who was trying to wait hold on no i think it was one the 150 pacer i thought you said because the two yeah Either way, she yeah. was behind by two minutes. That yeah, was it doesn't matter. Like, what matters was her job was to be on time. Yeah. That time that you're holding in your hand, right. physical sign. I know. And when you cross and you're two minutes late, the people who are trying to pace with you are pissed. Because they've been training for that. What a hard job, though. Seriously. Well, that's, and I, that's I kn- a running job. I know. It is. Yeah. R- and I, I think they run because I noticed each pacer had another person with them. Like, there was always two. Yeah. And I think it's like if one falls behind or if the person holding it, you well, know, the is one tired or. solo. Oh, she was? So I don't know if maybe the person she was pacing with who probably like. No, the 150 definitely had another person because i was she got injured then or maybe like bail out and maybe was it a out. was it a younger it was or older um, person there was a middle-aged white woman and a young asian lady young asian lady was carrying the sign so originally it was like a girl probably our age mm-hmm. that was holding it maybe they swapped somebody and that swap there was kind of like a i don't know the running world yeah. I'm probably ignorant as fuck. There's probably somebody who's screaming right now who's going to be listening to this and be like, no. I know. Oh, well, I'd be, I'd be interested to know what happened because I was definitely with the 150 people for like thir- the first three miles. Mm-hmm. And granted, it was like mostly downhill. So that's probably why I was at that pace. But no, there was like, yeah, probably someone in their like 40s and then a girl that was like our age running together. And so I thought that there was two people in case one person got tired or like needed to use the bathroom and then the other person keeps going. It's got to be. Yeah, but if someone gets injured, someone has to carry that pacer still. Like that's Who's what I'm. Carry the boats. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, it doesn't really matter. But that, yeah, that is really interesting. I. I kind of wish that I got to see the guy that, like, crossed first. Like, that would have been so cool to actually witness. It was really cool to see somebody do 13 miles in an hour and 21 minutes. And just, like, no sweat. No sweat. Yeah. Cool, calm, collected. Just, like, yeah, another day at the office for me. 
that dude has to do marathons on the regular. He has to, like yeah. This weekend for him was probably just something to keep everything sharp and like, okay, make sure my pacing's good because he's running a sub three-hour marathon. Yeah. I just think overall it's really good to challenge yourself mm-hmm. and just have some kind of physical challenge on a yearly basis. You know, I'm no, I'm not like a pro extreme athlete by any means, but I definitely know how I feel now after doing something that was like very physically demanding and mentally demanding. And it just is like, it's motivating, you know, it's, it's like, fuck, like I want to do this all the time because it gives you a a type of confidence, self-confidence that like you really are stronger and you're more capable than you think you are. You pushed yourself and you got to witness that in action. I think everybody needs that. That's a healthy reminder. Totally. And with that, I just want to say I am thankful to be alive. I am grateful for my body and my mind. And I really, I just, I feel like I need a tattoo on my finger that says get after it. Well, to quote the great Joey Diaz at the end of Pride Month, we love you cocksuckers.